0: Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the ToddCast podcast.
1: Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts.
0: Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band.
1: Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song.
0: We talk about our memories and artists' histories.
1: At the end, we will have all music music ranked.
0: Hello and welcome to the ToddCast. Once again, we're joined by Eric for another exciting edition of Music Ranked. And today, we're talking about a a, a band that I'm actually familiar with for once and can speak to, to some degree. Uh, And that fine band is Pink Floyd. Eric, how you doing?
2: I'm doing fantastic. Um, Pink Floyd was that when we were getting to the list. Now, granted, there's a lot of bands and or groups on this list that you probably are not going to want to sample or talk about, um, or even acknowledge that they're actually a band. Um, we're looking at you, Clay Aiken. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll but, get there eventually, you know.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm even dreading that one. Uh, Pink Floyd, <laughs> though, is, is one that I'm not, uh, you know, dreading, or, or I was actually pleasantly, you know, surprised uh, by uh, by some of their catalog. So I was happy to get to Pink Floyd, mostly because I know you are also a fan so it wasn't going to be a stretch for us to have to conjure up some conversation or you didn't have to take months and months of listening. And truthfully, I, I didn't either. Cause I mean, the majority of their catalog was already, you know, something I collected through the years. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had, I had several, several of their albums prior to this. Um, I did. I did acquire a couple of others, and I, I believe I now have a complete discography and have heard everything. Um, and and this 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 pleases me mightily. I'm 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 pretty pretty okay with it all. It's good stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Pink Point is a pretty uh, interesting band. I mean, what, they started in the, la- the '60s. Uh, it would have been like late '60s, I believe. Uh, yep. And you know, and, and essentially they they actually. Um, had a complete, unique, different sound, and they were uh, front-in-line front by a guy named Sid Barrett.
3: So Todd,
2: yep. uh, Sid, Sid Barrett, um, and we'll just skip forward a little bit, ended up getting, uh, getting he's, uh, I guess, a, a problem um, with acid. He had a, an acid problem, and uh, yeah. went, went nuts. Were you aware of this?
0: Uh, vaguely. I knew, I knew, I guess my, my, my Pink Floyd experience was largely with the band after uh, Sid had had his, his, his troubles and had sort of departed the band. But they, they, they do produce some music that is sort of in reference to that or, or sort of a tribute to their former bandmate that makes a lot of references there. So I was nominally aware that, that something happened to him um, of a, you know, sort of mental breakdown sort of fashion. Um, didn't know, didn't know a lot of specifics. Um, I, I did, you know, delve deep into the, uh, the land of Wikipedia when, uh, oh, I was okay. gi- giving them the re-listen. So I'm, I'm, I'm slightly more familiar with some of this stuff than I might otherwise be. But, uh, prior to all this, like I, I knew they had, they had a guy, uh, who, like I said, had some troubles and, and had moved on. Uh, but didn't know didn't know a lot of the details and I guess it still wasn't super clear to me exactly sort of what happened. Was was, well, it, it, was, was, it, was yeah. it was it was
2: it the acid? Yeah, it was to the point where yeah. he couldn't even like get on stage and, and and function. And I believe they tried to record some uh, you know, some with him, uh, but it just wasn't possible. So he got the big and you know, I think they kind of felt bad for the rest of their career about it, but when, you know, what can you do? Um yeah. No, yeah. not necessarily their fault. Uh, right so yeah but all right so he, he they had a, uh, a couple albums with him at first and he had a very unique sound so if i would have played you a, a song from you know i believe it's like P- pipers at the gates of dawn was the original right. or one of the main ones with sid barrett like you wouldn't necessarily recognize that it was pink floyd at least the the quality sound that you have um what was your opinion i guess or take on the original album since you got to listen to it
0: uh, it was it was alright. It was it was pretty good. Um, you're you're absolutely right. Like listening to it, if I didn't know it was Pink Floyd, I I wouldn't have known it was Pink Floyd, which is a ridiculous statement now that I say that out loud. I guess what I'm saying is is that if one of their early tracks, like off of Piper would like come on the radio or, you know, in, in some sort of Spotify shuffle or whatever. I you know, my, my reaction would have been, eh, this is this is a pretty good track. This is good music. And then I've looked to see who is this and like, Pink Floyd. What? This doesn't sound like Pink Floyd. Because um, it is it, you know, his his vocal style and sort of the style of the music itself back in the early days was was a little more sort of mainstream, sort of classic rock sounding than than what pink floyd eventually sort of transformed into and became known for in my opinion
2: yeah pink, uh, um i i did not like it <laughs> like I, I i mean it was kind of i mean i believe there was even some one saw like one stars and stuff i just didn't care for it there was a decent amount honestly the majority of the early stuff is what tanked um their rankings in in my eyes
0: yeah um, yeah
2: like like bad i just it was more experimental screaming kind of like dumb stuff there were a couple songs that i thought were okay and and truthfully i felt like it took them a couple albums to even get out of that until they found what the the sound was that we actually or at least i know and i started to enjoy uh with pink floyd uh which i mean essentially roger roger waters is is the guy that's kind of probably best known for most of the middle middle pink floyd albums and so forth
3: yeah uh, they brought
2: in david gilmore which is their uh guitarist and i think he played on on all the albums except for maybe the very first one uh but mm-hmm. he came in as their guitarist and 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 the sound between him and uh roger waters is kind of what you you've seen uh, or less li- you've listened to you've heard right uh, and and that's what most people would know by so sid barrett is just a glimpse and uh and I think the song you might have been referring to was Shine on Crazy Diamond, I believe is is like a you know eleven minute epic song and primarily oh, yeah. about Sid Bear going mad
1: and yeah. how you know
2: <clears throat> that's uh unfortunate.
3: Yeah. So yeah.
2: Um I'm looking here at some of the albums and 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 I'm gonna sidebar real quick and say that iTunes, Todd, have you downloaded the latest version of iTunes on your computer? Uh
0: probably i'll also uh, note, i
2: don't know i'll I also know if
0: you did i'll also sidebar your sidebar and and okay, just call out that that you're you're probably rocking it on an actual apple machine whereas i'm i'm kicking the windows version so it might not be like for like what did what did the delightful apple corporation do to itunes to piss you off eric because i i got a feeling that's that's where this is going what what did they right. what did they screw up on you
2: Alright, so as we talk, right, as we talk, typically what I do is my little format, and this is inside inside baseball here for everybody that doesn't give a shit, uh, um, but if you're listening to a podcast about me talking about my favorite music and ranking those accordingly, then you might actually care a little bit more than the next guy. Alright, so the process, you and I get together, we talk on the phone, we're going to talk about rankings, we're going to talk about songs, I'd like to have those songs in front of me, so... Right. I have a spreadsheet that has stuff, but it's not as easy to manage um, as sometimes iTunes, which has a nice visual notion to it.
3: The newest version
2: of iTunes, I go, I I hit, and my sort filter is basically on songs. I like to see it on songs level, and then I can, it's kind of like a a spreadsheet itself. And you can click on an artist. Yeah. So on the very far left, I always have the album art, which basically Mm -hmm. then is an easy visual of what the album was. They decided right. to pull that off completely. At this point, if you want to see the album art, you cannot see it from Songs you, which annoys the crap out of me. And I'm <sighs> I'm, not the
0: I'm sorry to hear that. No, yeah,
2: I'm not the only one annoyed by it because um, I went online to see if you could find it, and there's a lot of dumbasses like me that are, the, are super are the, annoyed by it.
0: Are, are the forums <laughs> filled with rage once again?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, and there's you know, so I so now. So I, I got over that, but now I'm looking for it. And there also used to be in the top right hand there used to be a little search bar where you just right. type in who you're looking for. So I can only show Pink Floyd songs, right? right. Well, now right. if you do the damn search, it gives you this hybrid uh, where it gives you like five songs at the top, and then artists and then the album. It, like it's it's like a hybrid search where yes, it's showing you everything about Pink Floyd, but it doesn't just give you the song too because that's where you're searching from. So right. um Piss off, iTunes. <laughs>
0: this has been so, Apple Rage with Eric.
2: <laughs> that's about the truth, and um, so that's you know, I enjoy iTunes for everything else, but I'm trying to, I was trying to find uh, some, some of the songs, not songs, but the the albums in order, right?
0: Right. You know right.
2: That, the, which which you can do on there by just hitting year, you know, and right. looking at all the year of just Pink Floyd. But now if I hit year, it's for every goddamn song that's on my my computer and we don't want that so no um yeah so that was uh that was definitely my my rage there and i'm as as i'm still raging i'm looking to see if i have any um if there's any alternate way to find this because yeah whatever <laughs> all right so Todd, we, we got through um some of their their early works and i was going to name off some of the albums and i was going to try to talk about when we had the the breaking point and i um i'm just going to say i think it might be metal and that would the that, le yeah
0: that's 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 where i would say is is where it because to, to me pink floyd is almost three different groups there's the early years with sid barrett there's the the middle years with uh, with with Waters mostly at the helm, and then at the tail end, it's it's sort of the Gilmore show. Um, yeah, and, and I would and I would say metal is where it it shifts from uh, from from Barrett's Pink Floyd to Waters Pink Floyd. And 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 really like like the early the early albums, like I said, they're okay. I don't I don't hate them. But they're not really what I think of as Pink Floyd. To me, Pink Floyd really sort of starts at metal.
2: Yeah, and, and you could even go next level and say that Pink Floyd starts at Dark Side of the Moon. Um, because, yeah, I okay. Mean, <laughs> well, I'm, all right, Pink Floyd starts with the song Echoes, in my opinion, which is on metal, but then their next album, which is uh, from 72, well, uh, which I'm looking at it here, trying struggle with me, I just had it, and I said, "Well, that sounds more like Sid Barrett stuff," um, uh, and and it's it's here somewhere. But those were my worst ranked albums. Um, yeah. I just obscured my clouds, so that's after. Yeah. Show, but a lot of that kind of felt backwards, maybe. Uh, yeah,
0: that's, but, fair. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Obscured by I mean, clouds guess, is, is one of the. That's that's one of my newer acquisitions. Yeah. And, and yeah, I can see that being transitional because I think there's there's some some tracks that go one way and some tracks that go another. I, I, I can see
2: where you're going with that. Well, you know, I'm looking at it. And I might be calling myself a fool, though, because I had three songs that were four stars. So there, there might not must not have been only and only like two that were two. So maybe I'm wrong. Um, huh? it, it's been just a minute. I remember actually I, I went through them geez I remember power washing the back the, the back deck when I was listening to their discography so who the heck knows? that must have been a year ago so <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're catching up Todd I'm sorry that's,
0: that's um, right that's right it's all good All right.
2: well let's, well, let's talk about the, uh, the, the the big one all right and to be t- truth be told we'll, we'll do that after the break and we'll talk about probably their most popular albums and what most people wanted to hear about Pink Floyd what do you say
0: that sounds like a great plan
1: When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbedline.com and save 30% off the Justin Bedline Collection. JustinBenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be Beige. And
2: we're back from that break. Uh, We are going to talk about Dark Side of the Moon, Todd, um, because I think that is where uh, most people, um, that is their iconic symbol, at least. You know, the album cover of Dark Side of the Moon is probably uh, a top 10 top five maybe album covers of all time oh Jack yeah peppers dark side of the moon um maybe the led zeppelin um and, i mean that that those are the ones that come to mind right off the get-go for me
0: uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah oh no, that, yeah that that's legit that's chicago that, that's 17
2: no <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah dark side of the moon uh pod do you have any um vivid memories of listening that or or dare say um any opinions?
0: Uh, I mean, I remember it. I, 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 strangely, I can't remember specific instances of hearing it, like, around the house, you know, on dad's stereo. But I, I guarantee
2: that happened. Like, oh, you yeah.
3: Know,
0: yeah. Um, well, I
2: don't remember that either. I, I mean, so I don't, I don't, you know, so I don't think he must have played this one much. Uh, we'll yeah. get to stuff he played later on, but,
0: um. But, yeah, I mean, I know he had it, uh, you know, um.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, don't. I mean, you, you obviously didn't do the the uh, Wizard of Oz loop, or uh, yeah, loop, or, or or sync, right? Because that's. What, I, I mean, essentially, that's what I was setting you up for. If you if you did that, all you had to say was, "Oh yes, I distinctively remember sitting in my living room and matching the CD player with the Third Lion's Roar and watching at least the first 45 minutes of the movie and being and having my mind blown." Because, so. Yeah, there was Yeah. Definitely so a situation.
0: So so here's here's the here's the embarrassing story that that accompanies that, and and before I get into that, just for the listeners who may not have heard, there there is a, a an urban legend, a folk tale, uh, whatever you might want to call it, uh, that says if you if you put on the the classic Wizard of Oz film, um, and you you queue up Dark Side of the Moon. And if you start the album, I believe it's on the third Lion's Roar, you know, in the, in the intro sequence, the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer-Lion thing. On the third Roar, you hit play on Dark Side of the Moon. And supposedly the, the music will sync up with the, with the, the screen. And, the, the, you know, certain lyrical uh, aspects will, will sync up with the action happening on the screen um cool stuff like that trippy things the the band has repeatedly said this was not on purpose this is just the weirdest coincidence ever um and i'm told that it's true and frankly you can go on youtube and there are folks who have gotten this all pre-queued up for you so you can enjoy this um so that's 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 the thing eric's referring to um and you you can you can read up on that um i had heard of this it was in uh it was in, I don't want to say the early days. It was in the early days of music acquisition, meaning that I yeah. was still in a stage where I was getting most of my music off of, you know, Napster or Livewire or, you know, something of that variety. And so I had heard of this, um, did, did not really do my research, um, but had heard this and had, uh, because somehow in my mind, I had it conflated and that it was, you know, the wizard of Oz and the wall. And I had not oh. had that, did not have that album yet. So I went to, you know, my, my local resource, AKA Napster and pulled down all the tracks, which a is never going to work. Cause the tracks you get off of Napster are always, you know, a second off here or there, or, or you know, you have a different version of a song, you know, compiling an album off of Napster is, is kind of hot trash. Um, and in any <laughs> case it never would have worked because I grabbed the wrong album. And I, you know, did the thing, you know, I, I, I got the wall, I burnt it onto a CD and queued it up and started playing. I'm like, this is, this is, this is nonsense. This isn't doing anything. This is just stupid. (laughs) And, you know, eventually I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? And I go to look at it and it's like, oh yeah, dumbass. It's dark side of the moon. Um, and at that point, I'm like, screw this. This is, this is more effort than I'm willing to put forward on this effort. And so I've never actually, you know, participated in that uh, Wizard of Oz experience, uh, but I'm well aware of its existence, Eric.
2: Okay. That's, um, that was far better of a story than you actually sitting down <laughs> listening. To and I've done that. I've actually done that. And uh, yeah. it does sync up in many places uh, where there are definitely some moments where you're like, this is super cool. And then but for the majority of it, you're like, oh, this is a movie and there's songs playing in the background uh, right. where it doesn't necessarily sync up as it's not like the entire thing makes sense. But there are definite moments where you're like, how does this happen? This doesn't make like it's. It's a heck of a coincidence, let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. Did you did you know that you also can do the exact same thing with the album metal with, I believe, Fantasia?
0: Oh, really? No,
2: I, I learned that so um and I'll probably talk about it a little later and some plugs for some podcasts. I listened to a album review of the entire metal album, um, right? And and uh, and they talked about that and my mind was blown and I had no clue that um that you, yeah there, so there's essentially two albums that Pink Floyd you can sync with classic films. And, All right. I, I mean. And they're talking about them. I mean, I guess Fantasia is a little different because it is, there's not like dialogue and I don't right.
3: know. Right. Right.
2: But to have anything sync up and make sense with the sound, um, that's just super, super crazy. Like yeah. almost to the point yeah. where you'd have to think it was planned, but I would be like, well, why would a band who's just up and coming? That's not hit it big yet. Cause dark side of the moon is like where they kind of go big, you know, that's when oh, people yeah. start no, noticing them and, and giving them accolades and stuff. Um, like, why would you go through all that effort? Uh, I think they would just want to make a great album instead of not right. saying, "Well, let's let's make an album where we can sync it up years later." And it's not like that technology was probably readily available, you know? Cause oh no! In I the mean, vinyl what... days, you would have to flip the vinyl. So, you how fast would you have to be to make sure you got that uh, flip? You get it at the right moment. Like, you, there was no yeah. beat, well. There was VCRs, probably not,
0: not, not readily commercially available. I don't think. I mean, yeah, no, it was like seventy three or something. Like, no, it's just no, just no. Like, it's a cool thing. It's it's great that it's coincidence. It's great that it works. But uh, you're not going to convince me that that stuff was you know engineered to be that way. Uh, especially when everyone involved with the project was like, yeah, no, that's not a thing we planned for. <laughs> at who, came all.
2: Up, who found this? Like, well, at what point in time was it like, let's try this. There has to be some guy that basically is just like my life's goal is going to listen to every album with every movie. And that's what <laughs> he does. And, and he, and he tries different line roar too. He's like, hmm, we'll try it on the third line roar. I'm about to try <laughs> it on the first. Right. I, I just, a, a, to me, it's just, it is crazy. And, um, and it's very fun, though. Like, I mean, I haven't sat down and watched it since, you know, 2003. <laughs> right. But, uh, right. Like, like you said, there definitely were reasons, like, I remember maybe in 2005 or so, um, there was an actual, I think you could download the file that was already synced up, just like YouTube, and you,
0: you know, right, watch right. it
2: um, that way. So, alright. That is that is Dark Side of the Moon. It is a pretty awesome um, album. Uh, we didn't talk about any of the songs or anything about it, but um, and we won't because we're gonna move on to the wall because the wall is actually is a real movie um, and right. during this process I decided to watch it and um yeah it's a movie <laughs> Todd, have you ever yeah. seen the wall
0: it's funny because the the one time I did see the wall was at your house with you and you really I don't think I don't think you even remember it because it was like it was it was when I was still still living in in the valley and I was you yeah. know living in living in crystal's basement. And I uh-huh. came up to, to hang out with you and visit with you. And I don't know, we played like Lego Star Wars or something. Oh, and and yeah, and, and and we're just hanging out. And it was, you know, pretty late. And you didn't have anything going on. And, and Lauren had already crashed out and we were hanging. And we were flipping around the tube and the wall was on. And I'm like, huh, I've never seen that. And you're like, oh, and I can't remember if you had seen it prior to that or not you must have if you've if you know if you saw it
3: and pieces. I'm, yeah
0: back if, if you had seen it prior to your original 2007 ranking then you had seen it before um and you're like yeah yeah sure yeah, whatever it's, it's cool and and we we're sat in your living room in the complete dark with the movie on <laughs> and because i hadn't seen it I you know i'm watching and you know you, you were there and I, like i said i think at one point you kind of passed out on it i was going to um, say
2: i had to fall asleep and i and i dark.
0: And I have, oh, there's a lot, oh, yeah. a lot
2: of going on. It's not a lot going oh, yeah. on. I mean, there's yeah. stuff going on, but it's all dark and and, and uh, you know, there's not dialogue to keep you yeah, awake. It, there's not like action. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's it's not like an action or a comedy or anything. It's it's you know, it's 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 definitely uh, well,
2: it what I would what I would
0: classify as art.
2: Right. Yes. <laughs> so listen to the <laughs> listen to the sound, listen to the albums, and then just picture like ridiculous British guy that's kind of turned into a Nazi. Um, You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Talking, petting a rat in, in some areas and shaving off his eyebrows on other parts of the. Scene. It's just not. It is. I mean.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's very psychedelic. What you would,
2: well, I mean, t- typically it's what you, it's what you think of when you kind of think of Roger Waters now, because that right. is like his brainchild. That was his album that he kind of did everything for. And I'm just right. like, well, this guy is a twisted, twisted soul. And and, and, you know, as part of my whole thing is I, have to, I watch interviews and listen to albums uh, or, or, or listen to them um, on podcasts and stuff. And, yeah, in my favorite, Conan O'Brien, uh, once referenced, like, people that were just complete jer- jerks and dicks. And he uh, went out of his way to say Roger Waters was a dick. And, like, so he, <laughs> like on an interview, it just was, like, a complete dick. And everybody is echoing that statement. So okay. as talented as he is, it sounds to me like he is a miserable human being. Okay. um which makes sense for his music because his music is very tortured and yeah. that continues I mean that continues with like animals and continues with um the entire wall and even the the final cut which is their last album together um, right there's some you know it, there's just some very very deep and like sadistic kind of uh, songs and just the tone the, the sound itself yeah. is just kind yeah of, You know, so there is moments in that movie there. They have a really cool um, and and Pink Floyd was really known well for their um, their album covers.
3: Yeah. And
2: and uh, some of their like cartoon art, which, you know, the, the wall you see a lot of like it's. There was a gentleman's name and I can't recall it at this point in time, but he was their famous guy and he did all their albums and stuff. And then there was an artist that basically drew some of the scenes and did a lot of their cartoon style. Which, right. um, for those that are that you know are familiar with the band, they, they you probably can visualize it now. For those that aren't, go pick up an album of The Wall, or do a Google search, uh, a Pink Floyd cartoon or whatever, and then you'll you'll get what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, but the big hammers and stuff, I do distinctively remember that like there's a scene where it is pretty pretty cartoon art, kind of like Fantasia-esque, and then like boom the the whole freaking screen fills with like this fake cartoon blood and i'm like wow that was that was morbid and yeah that's, kinda how, no. that's how i feel <laughs>
0: yeah no that's 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 no i mean it, it was late it was super late at night and we were watching it and it was it was disturbing from you know pretty much beginning to end like which i think was kind of the point but it, it's not the happy feel-good movie of of the year you know may, maybe maybe if that's what you're after maybe you, you do slide on metal and, and play fantasia uh i don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i guess that will be your best best case there um so uh so yeah the wall is one of their big ones and i was actually up at the uh rock the one time i went to the rock and roll hall of fame in cleveland they actually had a cool wall exhibit um nice on one of the top floors and i and i remember some of those crazy looking creatures the, the teacher or whatever it was all yep. done in like paper mache and hanging from the rafters and stuff and um overall the wall was a fantastic album and then we then we kind of see their breakup and I know we haven't talked much about songs so I think we'll do rapid fire on songs here uh, shortly um, sure. but but they broke up uh, and David Gilmore who has been in the band and he's their guitar guy uh, decided to move forward and this is probably where most people kind of fell off with the group but this is actually where I became more of a fan and this is this is my favorite Pink Floyd. Which is mm. odd. I I actually enjoy David Gilmour, Pink Floyd, and much like many of the other conversations you've had with my, you know, it is nostalgia and it is our father that listened to tons, tons of uh, momentary lapse of reason in Division Bell, which were two albums. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, and and those songs, um, distinct difference. David Gilmour has almost like a, it's almost like a cloud, you know. Vibe like very peaceful and oh yeah it is not dark and dreary and like scream like or like scolding which is how i always felt like roger
3: waters
2: (laughs) so mad and right and and the beauty and the beauty is they pull it off so darn well oh Um, yeah the songs all sound different but they have that same kind of notion um and then once you get to david gilmore he is all about like it's, I don't know, it, it, it's a, light, a lighter version, but yet still can rock really hard, or at least have somewhat of that Pink Floyd sound, so, yeah um, and that's kind of how they ended up, I mean, that you know, those, you know, he released maybe a couple more songs after, like, the, and this was probably early 90s, late 80s, probably late 80s, uh, yeah. and those, those were kind of the, you know, the tunes that Dad rocked uh, in the living room while playing drums, and that's the Pink Floyd that I kind of was introduced to, him. so, when I listened to those songs, I think when I went through, there was a lot of them. You know that most people probably would give threes or fours. I was given fives, so that's where my ranking skews. But I feel like it makes up for the really garbage stuff in the beginning of the yeah. you know days. So, what's what's your thoughts on late Pink Floyd? <laughs> yeah, well,
0: I mean, like, like, I mean, I I, I, I agree. When when I think to you know Pink Pink Floyd cranking through the giant speakers Dad made at home. It it's it's more momentary lapse of reason and division belt era stuff. I mean, like I said, I knew he had the older stuff. I knew he, he enjoyed the older stuff, but he did not play that nearly as much as he did the the newer offerings of the day. Um, and so I have I have fond memories of those as well. I think I think that if I had to pick my Pink Floyd, it would be middle era. But it absolutely yeah, I think makes most sense people would. Uh, that you would that you would pick the later era and, and for good reason. And I, I, you know, I do think it's it's not that I don't like that. It's it, you know, I I have fond memories and I I like late era pink Floyd as well. Um, And yeah, it's, you can definitely tell, like I said, if, if you know, it's, it's like three different, three different groups. Like there, there, there's some crossover there's, there's definitely, you know, some through lines to all of it. But you, if, if you, if you were to play a Sid Barrett, pink Floyd, and uh, you know a, a middle, you know, and then play say Dark Side of the Moon, and then play Division Bell. You can be like, mm, I, I, I can see how this is all the same group, but this is th- there's definitely been some changes somewhere along the line. These are three very oh, yeah. different sort of sounds, um, you know, and I and to me that sort of through line is is it's it's very it's very deep, very concept kind of music, like yeah. like n- n- I don't I don't think. I mean with the possible possible exception of another brick in the wall part 2. I don't think there's any Pink Floyd that you would say, "Oh, this is going to be, you know, a radio hit for your jukebox." You know, that a lot of their stuff and one of the reasons why I like Pink Floyd is, you know, they they didn't just put out a collection of songs, they put out an album that, you know, had some cohesion to it. Um, and and to me is kind of best experienced listening to it you know as an album as opposed to you know as individual songs or you know god forbid the way i normally listen to music is just you know all the stuff that i've ranked highly just gets shuffled and mm-hmm. it, it can be a bit jarring to to, <laughs> to go from oh, sure. here's, here's some black sabbath okay here's some led zeppelin okay cool okay here's some hendrix i got that okay here's a track from pink floyd it's like whoa well, oh this we we've you know we've we've shifted gears. <laughs> um, yeah, have you
2: ever I mean yeah this happens to me frequently the song time which is, it starts off with a, a bunch of giant alarm clocks and like
3: clocks going off, <laughs> yeah
2: right yep. I mean like like it fits during the album it really fits in the movie the wizard of oz like I remember that scene being like, off awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, it doesn't fit when you're listening to music and then all of a sudden you get all these clocks just going nuts you know right. Um, yeah, their their shuffle is different, and I will tell you that <laughs> through the albums, you and you noticed, and this came into an issue when it comes to ranking. I mean, there's no better symbol. Uh, Wish you were here. The song Shine on You Crazy Diamonds is oh. a seven part song, which right. I don't have. You know, I don't have a CD. I have it on digital format. Um, right. But if it was, se- I don't know if it'd be seven tracks. And that was a battle (laughs) that truthfully was a battle of how do you rank that? Like how, you know, it's a collective song. It is Shine On, Crazy Diamond, part one, part two, part three, part four. And I think the part that most people listen to may be part four. I think that's the most prominent. But to prove your point is they actually have, and that there's four songs on that entire Wish You Were Here album, which is kind of blanketed between, I think, uh, The Wall and maybe their final cut. Um, it's it's towards the later, but it's still one of their best albums Truthfully, I, I, can act-
0: super, I can actually high. give you that information, Eric Because on my oh, phone, good. I've got it synced up uh, So, for the ones that I have synced up Metal was 71 Dark Side of the Moon was 70, 73 uh, Obscured by Clouds was 72 So in between those two mm-hmm. After Dark Side, but before The Wall Was Wish You Were Here in
3: 1975 Okay, And that's so-
0: and, and then the after, okay. yeah. And then after, wish you were here was animals, which is actually my favorite album. That was oh, in '77, okay. and then the wall came out in '79.
2: So as you can tell, they have um, a lot of good stuff. Um, oh yeah. And and as I go through their discography, they they ranked really high. So my uh, my statement of I think I like late Pink Floyd um, kind of rings true, but it could be also a call because I'm looking at my rankings here my albums. The Wall right. is still number one um, because uh, they, it ranks at 461 percent. All right. And that's just my screwy little math. But that means it's really right. Cool. And it'll, right. it probably will rank in top 10, maybe top you know 20 all time albums. Then I have Division Bell at 409. So like that's
0: close. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. That's the thing. It's like most people, if you go by the fact that most people will not have Division Bell so high. What that would mean is that by proxy, I enjoy them more than the next guy, which means they are probably a lot higher in my internal ranking, you know, than
3: normal.
2: But, I mean, so, I'm looking at it here and I mean, yes, everything that they did besides, you know, all all their late early stuff is all garbage. I even have the song, the (laughs) album Uma Guma is actually negative 18.75. So that might be one of the lowest rated songs, and I think partially is because they had one of those epic, like, um, Shine on Crazy Diamond, like, parts. And the album I had actually had it broken up into little parts. So I wrote oh, yeah. each individual yeah. part. And it was mostly sounds. And I do believe when you just throw out straight noise, and that the entire song is noise, you get a one for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just well, not I mean, possible for me to oh, rank higher. Oh.
0: Yeah. Well I'm a gummer. That that's one of the ones that I I, re- I didn't have previously and got. And and this, this again, this this may have been one of the reasons I got into the, the Wikipedia Pink Floyd rabbit hole that I, I fell into. It you was figure it was, out what that shit was about. Well, kinda. <laughs> it was it was originally a, a, a double album and the mm-hmm. first disc was, was live. Versions of previous songs Which that end of, of Holds up like it's, it's pretty good Like you don't really know that it's live Except at the tail end they kind of cut In the crowd you know
3: Woo, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Sort yeah. of a
0: thing Like the yeah. actual while they're playing you To me and I'm listening to it in headphones it, it, it didn't seem Super live but it was still good music The second disc As I understand it was basically Each member of the band sort of Penned their own thing and I, you know, I don't think they performed it, you know, solo. No, like they did all. The, like nah. they still performed it as a band, but each, each member of the group was responsible for one thing. And so it is super concept, <laughs> like oh, beyond, yeah. beyond where I normally enjoy, you know, concept albums and yeah. Uh, something Sisyphus or whatever. It was like a four part mm-hmm. thing.
3: Yep, and then there's yep. like,
0: like there's another one that was, you know, a three part deal and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, I, I want to say it was all largely instrumental and also mm-hmm. very sort of what I would put is sort of experimental
1: to oh, where you absolutely. can hear
0: them, them just, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to tinker with these instruments and see what kind of weird noises we can make them make and try and put that in together. as Like, yeah, I would say that's probably my least favorite, uh, Pink Floyd because it's, it's very, it's very artsy, um, and not, in what I consider the fun way. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I, I well, I, I completely agree. And truth be told, this is one of those groups where it's weird. If I said, all right, I need to recommend music. I would recommend Pink Floyd, but you have a random generator that is going to randomly generate you one to two, three songs, and you will listen to those and give me your opinions based off that. Pink Floyd, right. I am not a hundred percent confident that you would get the actual reaction of what you know like this is one of the groups where i couldn't just say todd listen to this first album listen to their last album you honestly right. would think well that was pretty garbage you know <laughs> you know like you can't do that it's not a very oh no because no because if you if you
0: matters. take no because if you take their first album it's it's kind of early british pop and like you said there's some screamy stuff it's, and, and weirdness and there i
2: mean it's yeah 100% if you
0: well and if you take their last album I forget what it's called, but the but Endless the, the River, last time, I think it, yes, is all yes.
2: instrumental from David Gilmour. It's like him just playing a guitar. It's like
0: it's it. You know what? It reminded me of back in like the the early nineties. You would go to the mall, and there was that store. I want to say it's called like Natural Wonders, where they sold yes, like yes. like science kits and crystals, uh-huh, and sure. you know out you know CDs of whale song and they would uh-huh. always have this this particular kind of music playing in the background and the whole time I was listening to that album I'm like ah oh, it's the it's the natural Wonders soundtrack okay cool uh that's pretty this much, is all right yeah. i guess
2: well um, i mean it'd be good to go to sleep to right i mean like well, you, i mean you can I put mean, that on and be like all right here, here, you know it's just it's very floating music
0: well and that's the thing like like middle era Pink Floyd to me is good music to listen to, to listen to the music, to to get into the lyrics, to, you know, sort of let all of that sort of imagery go into your brain and you can, you know, imagine things, and that's good. There, there's but they do have they've they've got a few albums that are, you know, largely instrumental or are just not as impactful as some of the other ones that to me are good sort of background music. Like when I'm sitting down to to write or something because like i can't Mm -hmm. really i can't really write and have a whole lot of you know
3: yeah like i
0: can't listen to podcasts or audiobooks while i'm trying to write i can only have one sort of source of words happening at a time and like some music i can listen to if it's music i'm super familiar with and i know all the words and therefore i'm not paying a lot of attention to it but other than that i tend to go for like instrumental stuff i could absolutely slap on you know uh, they had an album called more, which I believe was a soundtrack to a movie, not one of their movies, I, yeah, but somebody else's, yeah, yeah. um, the, the endless river thing. Like I could absolutely put those on as background music while I was writing or doing something and it's perfectly enjoyable music, but it's not something I'm likely to queue up while I'm, you know, driving in my car, no. <laughs> you know,
2: well, th- um, th- that's the thing is what I've started doing is actually I'm in the same boat. So when I'm trying to write an article or something for a website, I um, I actually have what I call. I made a soundtrack just called blogging material, and essentially, when when I hear a song, and it doesn't factor into rankings at all, it's just for a smart playlist. I go into the comments, and then I just type in the word background, and it just so if it is a song that has um, minimal lyrics, or 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 straight up is an instrumental, you know, because I'm the same way. I don't want it to be silent. I think that would actually bother me more than anything. Um, Right, but. But, yes, there were some of the songs. Now, granted, if it's just noise music, that won't hit my, you know, I don't want that either. I just don't want you know, somebody hitting on pots and pans or or old people talking. <laughs> you know, that's not what I'm into. Um, right. Which are some of my famous noise tracks through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so I'll tell you what, Todd, I have some um, suggestions for some uh, documentaries, some podcasts, uh, some, some movies, so to speak. So why don't we take another quick break and we come back and sure. we'll talk about that. Uh, and maybe some of our favorite songs which could be a long list all right and we are back uh, thank you very much uh, for partaking in our advertising experiment where you listen and hopefully buy stuff and uh, we're all better because of it um, indeed Todd so I'm gonna go through here so there were actually thankfully and, and when I look for podcasts I don't want to just hear interviews I really get annoyed when I, I mean like I want to hear your story, but I like to watch that kind of like in a, you know, behind the music kind of style. Like, I like to watch a nice documentary on YouTube. My ideal candidate, if I'm going to do research on you, is I watch your documentary, and you tell me and you show me and everything. And then podcasts are – I like the fan-based podcasts that kind of dissect things. Like, I like it when they take one album and go after it, It, you know, and talk about this and that. Um, Yep. You know, that is kind
0: of – Sort of deep dive on the specifics.
2: That is what I enjoy the most. And for Pink Floyd, you can do that.
3: Because
0: Pink Floyd
2: had um, a ton of material you can find online. Um, and then when you typed in, like, you could you could find interviews. Like, I listened to plenty of David Gilmore interviews. And I will tell you, that guy, is, like, I don't think anybody would dislike that guy. Just through all the interviews and, and uh, watching him on the shows and through that the super likable super pleasant, super appreciative, like just humble. Um, so like I have a, like if you ask me who my favorite band member in Pink Floyd is, it's like, yes, David Gilmore, 100%. Um, okay. And not only that, he had a small little spin-off podcast where he, where he was auctioning off his famous guitars. So I actually oh. listened to the entire series, which was like six or eight episodes. And he would go into detail about the guitar he was auctioning off for Terry. Like the dude must have a ton of guitars. And he would right. auction off his guitars, and then he would talk about, you know, the songs he wrote with it and play a little bit while he was talking about that. So that was really, really fun. It was called the David Gilmore Podcast. Um,
3: oh,
0: who'd have I
2: mean, very niche <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. short-lived. Um, but there were a couple albums. There were a couple of them, I believe. Uh, the Great Albums Podcast did an entire review on Dark Side of the Moon. Um, there was one that was called Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast. And they did one on a momentary lapse of reason, um, and then there was another one that uh, called Discord and Rhyme that did the entire album on metal, and that's where I learned about Fantasia. So okay. you you can actually like learn more about you know what they did and and so forth. Not only that, you actually could watch. There's documentaries out there that actually did um, like behind the wall, <laughs> um, and also uh, there was a Greatest albums on Dark Side of the Moon that you can watch. I think if you have access TV, it's on all the time. So if you're into okay. that kind of stuff, check out the website because there's a list, a plethora, um, where some some groups I get maybe one or two good quality films or podcasts. This one was more more than I could name, more than I could listen to. So that is okay. Um, Todd, there is a podcast called Your Favorite Band Sucks, and I've listened to probably maybe ten, and it is a it is kind of a comedy podcast okay. in which they basically take your band that you're going to talk about. They review a band and they just crap on it for 45 minutes straight and they just tell <laughs> jokes. And it, it is, it is, so, I mean, I've listened to them crap on like Bon Jovi, Queen, Pink Floyd, obviously is kind of what, and it's fun. I mean, you, if you're in on the joke, you understand that they are going to talk about everything about that. So if you're a diehard fan, it would probably enrage you to listen to it. Um, right. But, but it's really fun because, in a sense, they kind of take all the good stuff, and then they, they really break it up and talk crap on it. But yet you can understand, like, all right, this is probably not a deal. But there are right. some, there were a couple episodes that I was like, wow, should I like this band? So they're convincing as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but there's a, there's a, a ton, ton um, of documentaries, podcasts. I would say if you were into Pink Floyd and they have a very crazy history, I would right. um, click on some of those links. Um, but probably more importantly for us, Todd, is their music and the songs. And we don't really we didn't really touch on a lot of the songs because we're talking albums. That's how good right. Pink Floyd is. They, they right. had albums we're talking about instead of just individual tracks.
0: Exactly. Um, I agree.
2: Todd, what do you what do you what would you say is your favorite Pink Floyd song?
0: Sheep. And I mean, hands down.
2: Loaded. What is it?
0: Sheep. Sheep. It, it's mm-hmm. one that 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 yeah. I, I think most people are like, what? Um, no, my, my, my favorite album is animals because Mm -hmm. it is, it is, it's a concept album and it's a weird concept that it's, you know, all animal based, which is not necessarily a thing you would necessarily think to go with. Um, but it is, you know, dogs and pigs and, and sheep. Um, Mm -hmm. and the, yeah, for, for whatever reason, the, the, the track sheep is the one that just resonates with me. Um, It's, you know, it it, it tells a fun little story uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's that that classic Pink Floyd sound, um, you know, that that's just got got a lot of layers to it and and a lot of depth and a lot of, you know, really skilled instrumentation going on. There's there's a piece in the middle where they break out the the vocal synthesizer and and do a little bit of blasphemy on uh, Psalm 23, which, you know, I, of course, enjoy, (laughs)
2: Um, of course.
0: And it's it again harkens back to that that period in my life where, you know, um, my my buddy and I were listening to audio cassettes of some preacher talking about how, you know, rock and roll is the devil's music. And they cited this, you know, that song as one of the examples precisely because of the, you know, the bastardization of Psalm 23 there in the middle. And, you know, I remember hearing that. And, you know, at the time it was all, oh, yes, clearly evil. And once my, you know, eyes sort of opened and my ears, I guess, sort of opened to, you know, hey, this is actually good stuff. Uh, I remember, you know, sneaking into dad's record collection to see if he had it. And sure enough, he did. And, you know, eventually getting it. And it's just that song is just the bee's knees for me. I, 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 I say I listen to sleep about once a day. Um, I've got, ai go, well, I go to sleep to music and sheep is almost always on any given one of my, you know, dreamy time to go to sleep now, uh, playlists that I put together. And it's just, it's just good stuff. Like I, I don't have my iTunes handy, but if I were to look at the play count for sheep, it is definitely in the, you know, multiple thousands at this stage
2: the biggest fan of cheap in the world.
0: Carl
2: yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Um, possibly. Yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I, I went through and I'm looking at a couple of them here and I'm doing it from my phone because iTunes of course is a pain. Um, right. well, I know for a fact, so I have a decent amount of five-star songs for them. They, they had a tremendous amount and I'm looking at it. And most of <clears> them, a lot, you funny enough, there's only really one five-star song on dark side of the moon, but it is one of their best albums, but it's an album as a whole. And when right. you say, all right, you know, my, my algorithm, so to speak, talks about individual songs and right. kind of groups it. It doesn't give you a bonus for having cohesion with your song. Right. So um, so I do love The Wall. So I have plenty of songs on, on The Wall that are five star. But my favorite song in 2007 was On the Turning Away, which is a Gilmore.
0: Um, that makes sense.
2: Is, yeah, yeah, super. So I, And I still love that. And it came down in my tournament. And I'm not sure if you're familiar what I do is basically I take all the five songs and I put them in somewhat of a tournament, randomly generated, and then I just battle them out until I get to the final, uh, just decide if I had to pick between this song and this song, which one would I pick? And right. I felt that was the easiest way to do it besides a giant round robin, which would be awful. Um, okay. So I, you know, it is, it is not true. Like the number two song does not mean it's number two. The number one means it's number one because right. the number two song could have got beat by number one in the first round. And we wouldn't know, you know, right. Um, right. But, but it, wish you were here actually won the, this new tournament. So, um, I, um, am a sucker That's legit. for wish you were here. I am yep. a sucker for the slower, the slower stop, so to speak, or the, um, you know, I don't know, I guess it, this is not full by any means, but it's, it's acoustic and it's very somber, you know, just like yeah. chill. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that is, that is mine, but man, they have some hits, dude. They really do. Um, So I'm going to go through a couple here. we got Pigs. That is a five-star for me. So I like Pigs on the album more so than I like um, uh, Sheep, but I get you. That's fair. uh, Dude, Money, uh, Mm -hmm. Hey You, Comfortably Numb, Run Like Hell, Have a Cigar, Wish You Were Here. Um, And then these are mine that probably wouldn't be fives for most people. But Learning to Fly, On the Turning Way. I really like Wearing the Inside Out, which is a, a song that most probably don't know. Uh, coming Back to Life, Lost for Words, High Hopes, and Shine on Crazy Diamond. Those are, you know, those are my five stars. And
0: Oh, yeah. And,
2: you know, most of the middle stuff, I think most people would be like, all right, these are the, the best of the best. Um, you know, the later stuff, I think that's an Eric Hersey special.
0: <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, if, I were, if I were to, and I'm, I'm looking at my phone and what I currently have synced up, which essentially encapsulates what i've ranked as four or five stars on my. um
3: yeah
0: and so you know if i'm looking at the wall you know mother is a solid solid track goodbye blue sky is another have, sort of yeah, s- I did, I did. sleeper sleeper That's favorite that 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 i enjoy just the absolute hell out of um mm-hmm. hey you comfortably numb run like hell Th- those are all you know
3: yeah.
0: super solid um Wish You Were Here. I absolutely agree that 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 song is great. I enjoy, you know, Welcome to the Machine. Basically, uh, oh, yeah,
2: that's really good, too. Yeah, um, the,
0: basically for Wish You Were Here, it's it's the whole album minus huh. Shine On You Crazy Diamond because it's so forever long. Like it's a solid three star for me on on however yeah. you want to slice and dice uh, Shine On You Crazy Diamond. But it's, it's actually it's actually the other tracks that 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 tend to you know, stick around and, and make it into the, the, the shuffle uh, <laughs> that I've got no, going I think on there. If we
2: ever want to do a sidebar episode of just talking more about strategy again, like that, there, that was a song that was really difficult to even oh, yeah. decide because it is a five. to me, the, 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 middle portion is five, yeah. for real. But oh, yeah oh, how oh, do yeah. you deal with the other 12 minutes? Like, is the middle so right. good? And, and, and I must've decided, and I mean, that obviously could fluctuate day to day. Cause I obviously decided then that like, all right, it's a five, but when that song comes on, more than likely you're gonna skip it at some point during the song because it's 17 minutes long. So
0: well, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you the possible solution to that one, and and this this keeps it Pink Floyd themed, is prior to my acquisition of the rest of their albums, like for the longest time I had uh, just Dark Side of the Moon, um, and then I had what was basically a greatest hits. It was, mm-hmm. I believe, called a collection of great yeah. dance songs, which is just funny because you're not dancing to Pink yeah. Floyd, not that's not awesome. by any normal means. Um, and it, like I said, it was sort of a greatest hits, and it had "Shine on You Crazy Diamond" there, but it was an edit that was only a few key segments that's as opposed it. to like yeah. this all seven parts. And mm-hmm. that is the "Shine on You Crazy Diamond" that I remember. I imagine that's the one that got airplay. And I of think course. I think that if you, you you I think that if you stacked that one against the you know the original versions you, you might have a better time of having that work out for you i think
2: so i think and so. maybe that's even what one did, but you
0: know yeah one 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 more quick note on on you know individual songs that just occurred to me that i hadn't thought about in well i guess it probably would have been like 15 year 15 20 years now um the song money um you know, it's 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 an excellent song. I very much enjoy that song. It rates highly. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes up in shuffle, and I'm I'm cool with that. The 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 rhythm to that song, the the sort of beat to it, yeah. is such that it it was running through my head the entirety of the time that I was in boot camp, oh. because the 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 timing of the beat of money, syncs perfectly with the normal cadence. Of marching, and you know, in the Navy, you don't do a lot of marching except in boot camp, where you do a lot uh-huh. of marching. And just, and just sort of the, you know, um, in the Navy, they don't, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't do a left, left, right, left thing. They, they, mm-hmm. it, it's more of a one, two, three, four sort of thing, the way okay. they call out cadence when you're marching.
3: Okay.
0: And it's, it's, you know, there's a guy who's who 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 you know rattles that off. But it's very singy the way they do it. They don't it's not like what you see on TV for like marine boot camp where it's like, you know, left, right, left. You know, it's it's and I'm not going to try and sing it because no one wants to they it. sing money. Um,
2: they sing money. Is that what's going
0: on? They, they don't actually, but the sing song nature of them calling cadence is directly in and in sync with money. And one day in boot camp money popped into my you know the song money came into my head yeah. and i realized how perfectly it's it's it synced up and for the rest of boot camp anytime we would be marching money running through my head
2: that is uh so you gave a freebie out there to most people if the boot camps haven't changed now you can uh, effectively use money to keep in line that's that's, that's fantastic. Right. that's right well todd i i think we've hammered out some pink Floyd. um we're getting to the point now where it's probably difficult for us to even rank um, we're, this is group number eight. So I'd have to have you rank Pink Floyd compared to the other. So I'm not going to go through the listing. Just tell me, tell me where you think they would rank in top. Would they be in your top three, bottom three out of the groups that we've already discussed so far on the show?
0: I think, I think of the groups that we've discussed so far, they, they're, they're a real contender for, for, for top three. Um, yeah, I'm not so. going to try and rattle, rattle through, through all eight. They've they've definitely skipped. Uh, they would definitely be ahead of, um, like my
2: beloved Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Yes, yes, yes. They uh, out Boston. Sadly,
2: They'd, yeah, they'll yeah. beat out like your bo- Boston I, probably. Journey definitely. Um, Dude, they beat Weird Al yeah. because weird, weird Al is like a, a weird,
0: uh, still a weird one. See, that's that's a weird thing because, like I said, in my in my my mental categorization, he kind of gets his own category. He he kind of he kind of falls, you know, he kind of he he's the orange when you're you know comparing apples sort of a thing. Like, like yep, it's, it's 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 good stuff, but it, it's it's hard for me to logical uh, hair that, yeah that's a hard that's a hard one because I, I do yeah. do enjoy me some I, I i think that if i were were, were being true i think it, floyd probably would beat him out just because yeah. my mind has a hard time fitting him into the same paradigm as the rest of the stuff we've talked about which yeah. is not a bad thing but it's no, it's, no. it's it I mean, makes it it's tricky fair.
2: it's fair it's fair i i would say you probably like him um more more than i mean i think moody blues would be your difficult decision right I think for ELO, ELO or Moody Blues. I think ELO probably, in my mind, I'm thinking ELO beats Pink Floyd, but uh, Pink Floyd beats Moody Blues. Am I correct?
0: I I would I would go with that. That I, I would go with that. If we're, we're, yeah, that's, we're bracketing things up, Final Four style, that that context, that's how yeah. that would shake down.
2: That's, yeah. that's kind of where mine went. Um, you know, in, in that kind of now, granted, I'm a little removed because yeah. I'm up to like Artist 22 in real time. Uh, so I right. have to look at my results and say, all right, where they go, but they did definitely move up. I think at the time frame they were just under um they the moody blues still beat them out by a hair by a very small hair and and i i like to honestly say and i've also tinkered around with this is that i might do right. some like blog post called alternative realities or something like and then <laughs> kind of like if i took out one album like if, or mm. if i took out one year where would they have ranked if i took out the entire right. sid barrett sid barrett era then would they be top three, you know, which is uh, a fun little concept yeah. idea for me or in a lot of, yeah. in a lot of groups, it's usually take out the last three albums they put. Where would you rank? Right, if You only played the right. you know, which right. is fun. Well, um, but, and that's, Pink Floyd, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's kind of where, that's kind of where your, your, your method, and my method method differ is you're, you're ranking based on the entirety of their work. I'm I, my my rankings are more of, you know, a slightly less math and B more of of the music of this group that I like. How do they how do they fare? You know, so, you know, like uh for, I think it was Moody Blues we were just talking about. Like, I don't have I don't know that I've heard all of the Moody Blues. I, I've heard a fair bit of it. I've got enough to know what resonates with me and what I think about it. But yeah, I, I'm, you know, Boston, for example, their first album is awesome. <laughs> I, I you, you could throw the rest of it away and I wouldn't notice. <laughs> and therefore yeah. they they're, they're gonna turn out better in my estimation as a band than they would with with you with the math behind, oh, they put out this one awesome one and then everything else went to garbage and it's just dragging them down. No, I think I think, I think doing some alternate realities where you do kind of apply some some external factors to it would, would yield some interesting results.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is uh that is on the docket for future um but we got to get through these artists first um right so right so todd uh we have a fit uh, i i feel like we've scratched the surface with pink Floyd, but that as far as we're going to go because we don't have time for a five-hour podcast um That's or, fair. or we have we have time but i'm sure the listeners uh you know are not going to be tolerating that that well tricky. and so. i think
0: and I think that if they want to dig deeper, you're giving them a host of resources for them to uh-huh. do so without Man. without our amateur asses blathering on for, for five hours continuously um, uh, and awesome. randomly turn, turning into robots or, you know, crushing ice or having sirens or, you know, things happening. Uh, you know, they've, they've got the means by which to dig deeper. And thank you <laughs> for that,
2: Eric. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. <laughs> well, uh, Todd, we, uh, we have a, a journey that we're going to go on to uh, for our next group. Um, it is, and, and this will probably talk more. If you're into nerdy meta tracking and how we should rank uh, individuals, stick around for our Crosby, Stills, Nash, and possibly Young uh, rankings, <laughs> which we would call CSNY, <laughs> um, which will be happening next, where we talk about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young.
0: Indeed. It's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and sometimes Young. <laughs>
2: But not in consecutive years, Todd. And we'll talk all about that um, during the next episode.
0: Sounds good. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you for all your your hard work and research and, and, you know, making the resources available. It's been a delightful conversation. And thank you, listeners, for hanging with us again for another uh, episode of Music Ranked. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast.
1: If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for ToddCast Podcast. Visit our website at ToddCastPodcast.com with a single D in Todd.
0: There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes.
1: If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, Reviews
0: and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast.